Vegetarian Zen, episode numero siete. Hey, my favorite story as a kid was Snow White and the Siete Dwarves. <laughs> Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicky. This is Snow White. Uh, uh, I mean, Larissa. You are such a dork. I know, that I know, but was, you love it. It was dorky, but it was funny. Yeah, that okay. Funny. All right, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. Um, we're going to be talking today about protein. And this is something that when we first became vegetarians back in January of this year, we did not do a good job of researching uh, how we should be eating and how we should be changing. As I've mentioned in a previous podcast or maybe a previous podcast, when he started, for the reasons we started, I we just stopped cold in our tracks. I was going to say cold turkey, but that's not true, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, we, we stopped cold and we did not really do much research to see how we should be eating. And I will admit that we have not... Uh, while we've gotten better, we have still room for improvement. Um, right. We've been really trying to watch calories. We've also been trying to pay attention to a balanced vegetarian diet as opposed to just cutting out meat. Because just cutting out meat does not ensure, first, that you're going to be eating great because there really are a lot of crappy ways to eat. Right. There's a lot of a lot of vegetarian or healthy junk food. That's exactly right. And um and yeah. healthy is in quotes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't see that, but right. I did quotes. Um so we're gonna be talking about protein today and we're gonna be talking first about what it is. We're gonna talk a little bit about complete versus incomplete and this is very important for vegetarians and vegans. And how much do you need, which is important to everybody because those who eat meat might not realize that, but you probably are getting too much, mm -hmm. which is also not a really good thing. Um, and then we'll be talking about what are some foods that are high in protein and, that are vegetarian and vegan options. Right. Before we get started, Larissa is going to give us a few updates. Right. Um, the, the first thing today, we were featured in, well, featured, I say featured, uh, in uh, there was an News article in the Express News is the local newspaper. Uh, week uh, last week, I had a journalist from the paper call me, uh, or email me actually, and want to know if I would be interested in talking to her for an article she was writing. And this article is very interesting. It's an article about um, apparently there's a a type of tick. It's called the Lone Star Tick, and it has been shown to cause allergies to red meat which is just it's just crazy to me allergies to so red people meat. develop allergies right. to re red after meat. yeah after they've been bitten by this tick and so being as we're in texas which is you know cattle is king and all that fun stuff and it's blasphemy yeah if you meat. yeah if you don't <laughs> eat it um she wanted to she was doing an article on how that could possibly affect uh the meat industry and people in Texas, but then also she wanted the perspective of a vegetarian or non-meat eater as to what are the potential benefits 
from not eating as much meat. And so we had a really nice discussion, and the article came out today, and um, she quoted me a couple different times, which is great. And uh, so we'll put that on our website. Just uh, be aware that I think that if you're not, if you don't subscribe to the newspaper, you may not be able to see the entire article, but we'll also put uh, just the excerpt on our Facebook and on the web- website. Um, and the next item is that Vicki will be speaking at the San Antonio uh, Vegetarian Society meeting, the next monthly meeting, which is on July 30th. It's a Tuesday. Yes, and I will be speaking on productivity, and I'm really pumped about talking about productivity. I talk anybody's ear off about that because, quite honestly, I consider myself a pretty productive person. If I weren't, I can guarantee you that I would not be talking right now because I just wouldn't have time. So many people complain about not having time to do things. And I think really that's a that's a myth. I think that there are things that you can do. I mean, yes, sometimes we're a little overambitious. And yes, there are things we could cut out to make room for other things. But quite honestly, there are some really good tips and tricks you can implement pretty quickly to help you become more productive. And again, I just think what that does is that opens you up and gives you more time to be able to do the things that you really want to do. And for me, one of those things was this podcast. Right, exactly. And same for me. So, you know, Vicky's helped me out so much. Um, the next thing I wanted to just give a shout out to are the the man who made our t-shirts for us. Awesome t-shirts. Yes, he did such a great job. His name is Josh Granado, and he's a printer here in San Antonio. And um, he gave us a great rate, uh, super friendly guy, really easy to work with. Um, beautiful shirts. We beautiful went out shirts. to uh, the farmer's market today, and I got so many compliments, people mm-hmm. asking what our shirts were about. We even went to a restaurant after we went to the farmer's market. The waiter was asking what our shirts were about. Of course, we were wearing matching shirts. Like dorks, right. but <laughs> right, right, yeah, but you know, it's for a, it's it had a purpose. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, so, Josh, thank you so much. And uh, if if you're local, um, anyone who may be needing shirt, he also does banners. He does all kinds of different printing. Um, he does yeah, he's lot. kind of new, so he doesn't right. have a website. But once you get a website, Josh, just let us know, mm-hmm. and we'd be happy to to put it on our site. Right. And in the meantime, just contact me if you want his information. Um, and then one last thing, we mentioned in our last podcast that. We had gotten two reviews, two five-star reviews on iTunes, and I just wanted to take, from from now on, whenever we get reviews, um, we'll be kind of reading those reviews on our podcast and giving a, giving credit to, to the people who are, are giving credit to us, so to speak. So I just wanted to, to read those two reviews real fast. Um, the first one is from Copan Dan. And he says, great podcast, very informative, even if you're not a vegetarian or vegan, please listen to and very entertaining, pleasant to listen to and very entertaining as well. We need more podcasts, podcasts like this one. So thank you, Copandan. Yay. Yay. And then the second one is from CalFlyer13. And they say, uh, these are very informative and professionally presented podcasts that impart tips for healthy living and eating with a vegetarian spin. The conversational style of presentation from a couple of obviously professional communicators is an easy and pleasurable listen. Check it out. So nice. thank you. Thank you, CalFlyer13, and thank you, Copandan. We awesome. And, it. and we really would appreciate if you find value in what we're providing to you. If you can go out to iTunes and leave us a rating as well, we'll be happy to give you a shout out. This It goes a long way for us. Uh, it helps iTunes to 
rank us higher so that way other people can find our podcast. So we would greatly appreciate it. And we look forward to giving you a shout out also. Great. Yep. Hope to hear from you soon. All right. So let's go ahead and get into our main topic today, which is protein. And as I mentioned, when we first became vegetarians, we just stopped eating meat. And that was not the ideal way to do this. I mean, really, the reasons that we did, I could not imagine putting another bite of meat into my mouth. So I guess what I should have done, hindsight, is gone back and really done some really quick research. But we just really stopped like one day and that was it. Yeah, well, by the time we, um, when we stopped, when we decided, when we made that decision, it was pretty late at night. Yeah. So, you know, we went to bed and, I mean, we didn't really, we weren't really in the mood to do a bunch of research and, you know. And I just said, that's it. I'm not yeah. eating meat anymore. Yeah. And we, that's how we did it. But we promise not to geek out on you here with all this, because this is really science, there's some really scientific stuff behind uh, some of this protein discussion and amino acids and all this kind of stuff. We just really want to get to the highlights and you know there's plenty of stuff out there that if you're interested you could look at. Right, there's a there's a ton of information and a lot of it is you know you you really have to read and and look at your sources because there's a lot of stuff out there that that may not be as reliable as other sources. So, yeah, some of it was conflicting. Yes. So, we really had to look at some re- <laughs> reputable sources that we'll have for you in the show notes, but um just Again, want to keep this kind of high level. So really, when uh, to break it down for you, the prote- protein, most simply, is a combination of amino acids. That's what it is. And there are 22 amino acids that are essential to the human body, and our body does not make nine of those. So it's important that we get those from our food sources. Now, one of the simplest ways to get that from our food sources is through meat. Mm-hmm. So that's why meats are considered complete proteins. Because they have all of those amino acids. Exactly. If if a food is even missing one, it's not considered complete. Mm-hmm. And there are some foods that are pretty close, but um, they're not exactly considered uh, complete just because they're one or two shy. Right. So as lacto-ovo-vegetarians... Those of you who are lacto-ovo vegetarians like Larissa and I, the easiest way for us to get complete proteins is through eggs and dairy and yogurt. Those are considered complete proteins. The good news is, though, is that there are ways to get what you need without um, eating meat or the or dairy or, or, the, or dairy or cheese if you're right. a vegan. Right. So some of those ways are by combining incomplete to make a complete. Now, uh, let's just stop and mention real fast that um, there are a couple of vegetarian or vegan options that are complete. And that uh, the first one is soy uh, and, you know, any soy foods, uh, tofu, um, soy milk, you know, soy nuts, any, anything like that. Soy is a complete protein. The other one is quinoa which is, is not really a grain, but it's kind of grouped with grains. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what Vicky has for breakfast. She has a it's quinoa awesome. rice cereal for breakfast. And, and that is a quinoa, I mean, a, it's a that's a complete protein, protein as well. Um, and then the and other there are ways, some that are close. Yes, there are some that are close. Um, spirulina is one that has, spirulina is 60% protein. And what spirulina is, is called a cyanobacterium, 
And traditionally, it has grown in, it's been found growing in salt lakes. And of course, now today, it's farmed um, as well. But it's very high in protein, and it's used as a dietary supplement. Yeah, we just bought some today. And it's funny because our clerk, she was checking us out and uh, checking out our groceries. And she had mentioned that um, they had some sort of smoothie called a swamp smoothie. Swamp thing. Swamp thing, yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah. Because it is... um, because it's green, I guess? Uh-huh. It it's it's it bananas, strawberries, and spirulina. Yeah. And she said that it looks rather swamp thingy. She said, but it's really good. So we bought some, and we're going to put it in some smoothies uh, right. this week. Right. And it's um, you can get it in tablet form, in flakes, or in powder. And we bought the powder. So we'll see how that goes. Um, so getting back to complete and incomplete proteins. You can combine some of the incomplete. That's what's really cool. So for example, beans and seeds, beans and nuts, beans and rice, hummus and pita, nut butter on whole grain bread. So Mm -hmm. peanut butter, almond butter, Mm -hmm. all of those things combined together can give you a complete protein. One of the things I was glad to see was veggie burgers on bread. Right. Veggie veggie patties on bread because I get right. that at lunch sometimes. So split pea soup and whole grain bread. Right. And, and you want that's beans. that's that's important. You want whole grain bread. Right. Not a white hamburger bun or a white piece of wonder bread. Right. Um you know, you want whole grains or sprouted bread. Um you you really want the grains because that's what you need to get those proteins. When you get the the white stuff, it's so processed. All that stuff is processed out. And then they add nutrients or what they say new you know vitamins and minerals back in i mean yeah you want the whole grains that it's still there yeah so the the bottom line is is that even though it's a little bit more challenging for vegans and vegetarians to get complete proteins it's not it's not impossible it's not impossible to do that and just takes a little bit more work and check this out for all of all of us living in south texas who love our tex-mex uh beans and rice beans and corn corn and rice i mean there's so much of that in mexican food right right it's already there right so make smart choices with your 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 entree portion you know and you've already got your sides you've got your complete proteins exactly there so how much do you need that is that's the other thing I was looking at, and again, lots of resources out there. We've got a few of the, or uh, we have one that we're going to put out on the. No, I, we've got two actually that we'll be putting out on our show notes. The USDA side has a diet, a dietary reference intake calculator that will be in the show notes that will help you determine how much, how many grams of protein you need per day. As I mentioned earlier, most people get way too much protein. Vegetarians and vegans really have to try to get enough, but the average meat eater gets way too much protein. Right, and now that that DRI, the dietary reference intake, um, that's based on your body weight. Right. Right, so you just you just put a couple of things in there. I think it asks you for your height, your weight, your activity level, maybe, mm-hmm. um, and it'll, it'll spit out a number of, of grams of protein. Yeah, what it does is it will take your, your weight, this is what it does behind the scenes, it takes your weight and it divides it by 2.2, which I think puts that your weight into kilograms, and then it multiplies it by 0.8, which arrives at your daily, what, what your intake should be. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so definitely go check that out to see how much you need. And really, depending on your activity level, and I think there's a place to put that in there mm-hmm. as well. Yes. You, 
would need more or less. So if you're very inactive, you'll be on the lower end of the scale. But if you're very active, that would be, you would be on the higher end of the scale. And if you really like a long term, like a, a hardcore endurance trainer, uh, I've seen some sites recommend even as much as 50% protein, mm-hmm. depending on, on how hardcore you are about all that. Now, let's just take one second and explain why that is. That's because, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you're the athlete here, not me, um, but that's because protein is so essential in building and repairing muscle. Yes, absolutely right. So if the more you exercise, the more you tear down your muscles, the more protein you need to rebuild those. Right. Okay. And other people who would need higher protein are like pregnant Mm -hmm. women. Right. Or, and also, um, as I mentioned, bodybuilders. And there's all, there's a few websites out there that do have some help for um, athletes, particularly. One of them is the No Meat Athlete. Mm-hmm. I really like that. And this guy is a hardcore endurance runner. I mean, he runs like not even mar- – I mean, marathons are like warm-ups for this guy. He does the 100-mile – thing or whatever yeah. whatever it is that's something crazy something crazy but uh, we'll put his website in the show notes as well but the point is is that athletes who you would think need to get a lot of protein uh in and they still do but they can get that from other they can get that from other sources other than meat mm-hmm. okay so let's move on into what are some other foods that are higher in protein that are vegetarian and vegan options there are quite a few things, but we're going to name some of the things that are probably the easiest that would be on a, on, on a store shelf. So bagels, tofu, peanut butter, actually any nut butter, but mm-hmm. peanut butter is one. Almond butter is one I like. Soy milk. Now, I just went back to soy milk because I had been drinking almond milk for a while, and it it's lower in calories. Almond milk is lower in calories, but soy milk is something that I've really tried to incorporate back into my diet because... It, it has the protein that I need. And mm-hmm. as I mentioned, Larissa and I have not been doing as good of a job as we could have with making sure we're getting all the protein we need. So I went back to soy milk, particularly because I do work out about five days a week, and I really do need to watch that. And quite honestly, there had been a few days that I just felt really bad because I just, I know I had not been eating a balanced diet. Right. And well, I've had a few of those this past week myself too. And um, speaking of milk, um, I am no longer drinking cow's milk. Yay! Yay! Well, you told me you were moving that way, so you're making the announcement now? I am making the announcement. No more cow's milk. I started um, adding soy milk to my cereal a couple days ago instead of uh, uh, cow's milk, and I like it. I'm not to the point where I would drink a glass of it by itself, but I like it, and... um, Well, like I said, the thing is, you can just go little by little. right? And even if you still, um, okay, well, you already made the announcement that you're not having any more. But um, really, you know, if someone out there is looking to do the same, try mixing it up. Mm -hmm. And I had recommended that to you as well. Try maybe putting half of your regular milk with half soy milk or whatever. Or even try the chocolate first. The what? The chocolate. I mean, I wouldn't drink that all the time, you know. But maybe try try mixing it with a little bit of, of Ovaltine or something, you know, and, you know, that stuff's not great for you, so I'm not recommending that. But if it's going to get you onto soy milk and off of cow's milk and, you know, if that's something that's your goal, then try it. 
Yeah. Just until you get used to it. A lot of people just think all this stuff has to be all or nothing Mm -mm. and that you have to just go, like, if I'm not trying a little bit, then I might as well not try. And Mm -hmm. that's not true. If you can just make little choices here and there, Mm -hmm. that that can get you there eventually. Right. Okay, so some other sources are tempeh, lentils, chickpeas. You know, let me back up. You want to talk a little bit about what tempeh is? Tempeh is, um, I like it. Vicky doesn't care for it. No. Um, <laughs> tempeh is uh, fermented soybeans. Uh, now, it can also be made with other beans. I've had black-eyed pea tempeh, which was to die for. It was um, at uh, it was in Austin, and it was at a, a festival. And, oh, my gosh, it was so good. But basically, it's fermented beans, and it's compressed. It's fermented and then compressed into a really, really dense cake. So... Um, and it, it's got it has a different distinct flavor, but it's very I like it. And you can kind of use it similar to ways that you use uh, tofu. Yeah, and I think maybe it's just in some of the stuff we've had it, it's just been too much. Like I wouldn't mind a little bit, but I think in some things we've put just too much. Mm-hmm. I, and it's another one of those things where a little bit I probably mm-hmm. get more used to it. Yeah, but it is a very good source of protein. Okay, so chickpeas, lima beans, quinoa, spinach. Vegetarian baked beans, nuts, seeds, nut butters, as we mentioned, beans, avocado, which I love avocado, so I was glad to see that on this list. (laughs) Broccoli, peas, and seitan. I I always mispronounce that. Thank you. Seitan. Not Satan, seitan. No, not Satan. (laughs) Some people may call it Satan. All those meat eaters, uh, those people in Texas may call it Satan. Seitan is, we call that wheat meat. Mm -hmm. And I had a vegetarian country fried steak which again most texans would shoot me on the spot Mm if they saw me eating that but it was it was pretty good it's just again it's not something i I, something to get used to uh but it had seitan and seitan seitan it had seitan and um it was made from seitan and it had a a brown gravy and came with mashed potatoes so it I was craving country fried steak and... And it is very high in protein. It's very high in protein. So so very good. Yeah. There's a couple of tips. um, Just real quick tips. There are... if If you're looking at something to go on the side, if you're having dinner and if you're having a country fried steak... Uh, with seitan, and you want Satan. a side Satan. Yeah, <laughs> you're having seitan with Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, uh, instead of using, instead of having rice and bar or, or a barley product, uh, have pasta or quinoa or potatoes. Uh, those three have more protein than rice, pro- uh, rice sides or barley. Um, the other thing is, if you are trying to get the most... Now, vegetables typically don't... Just regular plain vegetables don't have a whole lot of protein. But if you are looking to find the ones that have the most, go for broccoli, corn, or spinach. Those and what's cool about spinach... I'll say this for spinach and broccoli. You can add those to smoothies and mm-hmm. to uh, juices pretty pretty easily Mm -hmm. i add spinach to all my juices now i added it to a smoothie i made today Mm -hmm. and it's really easy and it's not obnoxiously like grassy like no like kale kale or or wheatgrass and um but those do have good protein i gotta tell you i kale is i know it's so healthy for you so i usually we always have it in our refrigerator and i'm always throwing it in a juice but 
the first time I made it, just a kale. I think it was kale, spinach. I don't remember what something else juice. Yeah, it it tasted like I fell face down into my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> even munching drink it. i know it was not yeah it's very it's, yeah. it's got a very strong taste i'll say that so i usually only put like one leaf of kale in in the juices i make now but yeah yeah but anyway um so that's that's basically kind of the ins and outs the high level ins and outs of protein and why it's so important i hope that we got across uh why protein is so important when you don't have meat in your diet when you need it, why you need to pay more attention to it. And I hope that kind of answers the question too, because one of the most common questions vegetarians and vegans get is, how do you get your protein? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's a little bit more challenging and you have to think about it a little bit more, but it is completely doable. Right. And as I mentioned before, you just have to pay attention and, and really, we because we when we used to eat meat, we got kind of lazy and didn't think about all the different creative ways. And this is one of the things that has opened up how we eat and given us a much more of a variety. Oh, definitely. Because we've had to think about this, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it is. I, you know, I am enjoying this immensely and I hope you are too. I know, you know, sometimes we get in a little bit of a rut, but, um, but it's easy to get out of it. There's so many choices. Yep. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for our show today. Uh, we also wanted to let you know that we started a Pinterest board. For those of you who are out on Pinterest, I have been populating our boards with quite a few useful resources. One of them does include some information on protein. I think it is in the vegan vegetarian resources board that I've created. So we're adding things in there. We're following some awesome people out there that are that have good resources as well. So if you are on Pinterest, Please check us out. Uh, and then one more thing. Um, Pinterest is Vicky's thing. Twitter is mine. So I've been doing a lot more on Twitter. So if, if you tweet, if you're a tweeter on Twitter, then um, look us up. And both of us are on Facebook. Facebook. So, yep. All right. Well, thank you so much. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Peace out. Hey, Veg Centers, thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Vegetarian Zen or on Twitter at Vegetarian Zen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. <laughs>